with us today is Dick Morris. Well, he was an advisor to President Clinton. And yes, he was an advisor to uh, President Trump. And uh, which side is he on right now? Only Dick Morris knows. Dick Morris, where the heck are we? How is it? What happened in the election? And where are we going in the future? I'm decidedly for Trump. You couldn't less about that. Uh, yeah, I think that the important point about the election, when you look at the actual popular vote throughout the whole country, because only certain states had Senate races, and some of them were just regular routine races, only about 15 of them were hotly contested. In the entire country where they did have races for the House of Representatives in every single district, the Republican candidates got 53 million votes, and the Democratic candidates got 48 million votes. So there was a five-point lead by the Republicans. And um, that's what I call a victory. What happened in some of the states in California where they're still counting votes? I mean, uh, that's crazy. What, what, What do you think is going on? Are they looking for votes someplace? Yeah, they must be. But let me continue. The Biden won the election of 2020 with a 7% with 7 million vote margin. We just got a 5 million vote margin in the house. So to flip 12 million votes in 2 years is pretty damned incredible. So I don't go along with those who are saying this was a defeat or who do we blame? I think it was a victory. The only thing we were defeated by was our own expectations which were Exalted. I think the other element that's important here, John, it stresses the critical importance of early voting. Nassau and Suffolk in New York and Florida basically delivered the House majority to the Republicans. It was because of their efforts that the Republicans won the House. Because what they did in Nassau and Suffolk and in Florida and no other part of the country is they kept track person by person of each vote. They knew everybody's voting history. They knew if they voted last year, the year before, the year before, whether they voted by mail or in person or absentee, they knew everything. And they followed it minutely so that they they fought each day as if it were election day, uh, like on October 10th or something. They said, yay, it's October 10th and we just got 60,000 votes and the Democrats got 50. We won October 10th by 10,000. Now let's go on to the 11th and the 12th and the 13th. We have to win each day. And the Republicans didn't do that except in Nassau, Suffolk, and Florida. They sat back and waited for Election Day. So what the Well, Nassau and Suffolk County, WABC broadcast has a very loud signal there, and that happened in the last election, too, as well as Staten Island. Uh, and... Um, why did Manhattan and why did the five boroughs, except for Staten Island, lose so badly, Zeldin lost so badly in those five boroughs? Why? Yeah, well, I don't know that, but I know why he did so well in Nassau, Suffolk, and, uh, and Richmond. And that was because they really concentrated on pulling out the vote. What the Democrats did was to let every, was to sit back and pocket their votes. In the meantime, election day delays, long lines, difficulty persuaded people to go home. Um, in Arizona, 5,000 people signed in but didn't vote 
they they had they just looked at the lines. They said, "I'm not spending three hours voting." And the Democrats have already pocketed all of the early votes, and that made all the difference in these key Senate races. Had we done early voting, as I urged us to do in my book, The Return, Trump's Big 2024 Comeback, uh, we would probably have won three Senate seats that we lost uh, because the underlying popular vote was there. We showed that in the House elections. We just didn't control it for the Senate because we did not insist on early voting. What I've said to people, and you know how I feel, is... Uh, the Democrats know how to be street fighters. They were, they're were they wearing yeah. combat boots versus exactly. the Republicans are wearing bow ties and uh, white shoes. And flip-flops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, I'm going to be, what are you going to talk about at noontime today? I'm going to be listening for, uh, to the Dick Morris show well, at noontime to 1 o'clock, and uh, you, 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 you have a election. great show. Yes. The election, but I'm also going to talk about the new special prosecutor, Garland, the attorney general, Tell us about that. Named, has just named a special prosecutor to investigate Trump and the archives. And this is an investigation without a crime. Uh, the Washington Post, which is pretty much a Democratic organ, revealed that the FBI has found that there was no pattern to the documents Trump kept took with him to Mar-a-Lago, and that they basically were souvenirs. It was memorabilia. It was kind of ego tripping. It had nothing to do with national security. And, and they hired a they and the, and the attorney general uh, went out and, and did a special prosecutor. I mean, are we running a third world country? What's going on? Yeah, well, it's another one of these scandals that wasn't a scandal. It's a little bit like the uh, the, the Valerie Plain scandal, where nobody got convicted except one guy for perjury. Um, it, this is a scandal without a scandal. And uh, the important thing is that after terrorizing the country for six months with the specter that Donald Trump could be indicted, it's now clear that he won't be because the major thing they were investigating, the archives, uh, there's no malfeasance. There's no intent. Um, he wasn't taking documents to sell them to the Russians. He was taking documents for a scrapbook and his grandchildren, and uh, he thought he had declassified them. So this is another ruse by the Democrats to try to deny Trump the presidency with no Understood. substance at all behind Dick it. Dick Morris, I'm going to be listening to you at noontime today on WABCradio.com, 770 in the dial for the, almost the whole East Coast. And thank you so much, and uh, God bless you. Great. Bless you, John. Okay.